0: Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I am your host, Violet Rain. My guest today is Kimberly Purcell. At age 12, she took the birthday money her grandmother gave her and purchased a Rider-Waite tarot deck and a tarot reference paperback and began what has been so far a 49-year journey. Kimberly used her first tarot deck for over two decades before purchasing a second deck that finally didn't have pip cards. After collecting over two dozen tarot and oracle decks, her rider wise spirit deck a colorful rider weight smith deck continues to be her favorite tarot deck she sees herself as a lifelong learner learn a uh, student along the way she's collected her teacher's training and yoga as well as qigong master certification and transpersonal hypotherapy a reiki master and a doctorate in neuropath sciences Kimberly is in her happy place enjoying her crone years in beautiful Colorado. She and her husband of twenty over 20 years have lived there for 12 years. So welcome, Kimberly. So happy to have you you on the show.
2: I'm so excited to be here with you.
1: You know, I met Kimberly at an expo in Douglas County at Castle Rock um this April actually and she got interested in a class that I was teaching and now she's in that class um taking a, a class for me and so I've gotten to get to know her so along this path I was like I should have you on the show we should talk she talks about her magical life and you know our podcast is called sacred magic for a reason because our lives are magical if we're paying attention and she's been paying attention since she was a small child so share with me your some of your magical journey of what got you interested in tarot and your life since then because you've been doing tarot for a long time
2: i have been and i just love the messages that the tarot unfolds not only for me, but for the folks that I read for. And it, as I had mentioned to you, my favorite part of life is pleasant surprises. And it gives pleasant surprises along the way. Before I spent my birthday money on my first deck, um, I wanted my grandma to purchase it for me because she asked me what I wanted. And instead, she gave me the money for it. Now, back then, we didn't have internet. We had four channels on the TV. So how I found out about tarot was this book. I tried to remember what this catalog was. It was a very small catalog in size that had magic tricks. It had um, joke, um, like whoopee cushions and such like that. But there was... I believe they were just called fortune telling cards. And so I took my money and purchased that. And with the money that was left over, I found the a, a tarot book at the precursor to a Walmart store. And I bought that book. I still have it. And I knew it was by Eden Gray. And I still have it. And I wanted to remember the entire title, so I looked it up on Amazon, and it was called Mastering the Tarot, Lessons in an Ancient Mystic Art. And the picture they have of this is the same one as the book I got. So I did some figuring out. I was 12 in approximately 1974. This paper book came out in 1973. So it was very new at that time. And the going price for this book now is $85. (laughs) I know. So I'm thinking, wow, hadn't I not written all over it, highlighted, dog-eared it, it it could be quite a prize. But now it's going to stay my prize. I love that. I love that. So,
1: Tarot is a very deep and broad subject for lots of people, right? And then for some people, Kimberly, it scares them a little bit. It's a little overwhelming. So I know your dream and what you like to do is share your skills with other people. So talk to us a little bit about somebody that's curious about tarot, but has never had a tarot deck What would you recommend that they do if they're really interested? And then those people that are overwhelmed that may have a deck and have pulled it out and then sat it back on the shelf, what would you tell them to inspire them a
2: little bit more? If they're interested in the tarot, there's a reason. And I would encourage anyone to remember it's baby steps. You do not have to master the tarot all in one fell swoop. It's not like learning to play Uno where you got to catch on right away. They're cards that unfold throughout your lifetime. And they are still unfolding for me going on almost 50 years. I'm still learning. So knowing that it's going to be over a lifetime and it's okay to take baby steps, just get used to what the pictures look like learn the major arcana to begin with so baby steps and not look at it as one great big chunk a lot of people are afraid of the cards but I think it's becoming less and less maybe back in my early days and into the 80s we had a lot of scares that were in the newspapers that maybe set up preconceived ideas about tarot and what they do. And there is nothing scary about them. They are actually like going to somebody who can tell you a little bit about yourself that you don't know. And practicing that with yourself and learning that then you can see that I can share that skill with other people and show them that it's not scary. It's really not so much fortune telling as I think of it as being enlightened or showing you sides of yourself that you put blinders on that you might not totally front acknowledge. And to tell people that what you see on TV isn't always true. And the example I give is, did you think an astronaut landed on the beach and found a bottle? And when he opened it, a genie popped out. No, that's not true. But it was entertaining, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. You know, years
1: ago, people in my circle would talk about, oh, yeah, that was all fake. It was filmed at the beach. And I'm like, really? That you know, we don't believe that people actually went to the moon and came back. But oh. there were a lot of fears and beliefs around that though when they first walked on the moon. Is this really real? Is it a movie that they're filming? Did it really happen? <laughs> right? Um yeah. is the earth flat or is it round? Right. So all those things we've moved through. Is Pluto a planet or is it not a planet? Right? We could go on and on and on because we're all still learning. And I, I agree with you. Tarot is not something to be scared of, but in some belief systems we're taught to be fearful of the tarot cards. And they're really not, they're not evil. I, I almost look like, I almost look at them as these divine beings that want you to be successful and joyful and helpful that are giving you some guidance, some insights, some things that you may not be seeing or you're blind to, or that you have blocks to, or even confirmation. Cause a lot of times when we do readings, at least when I do readings, the person goes, well, I've been getting that.
2: Yes. 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 We're confirming. Mm -hmm. How did you
1: know that? (laughs) They're telling me, they want you to know that it is confirmed. That's what you're hearing. That's what you need to be paying attention to. And the cards are a journey. They're a spiritual journey of life and understanding the journey and where you're at on that journey. And where are you going? And what do you need to be aware of? So one of the big classes that I do every year is have people pull their tarot cards for the months. So every month they pull a card and you'll hear people pulling their cards going as they pull their card. (laughs) And it's like. When you want to be aware that something's going to shift or change in a month, then it happening and you're like, where did that come from? At least when you have a perspective of, oh, the month of January for me, I have the tarot card and tarot card means change. And a lot of times that change is something that you've been asking for just, are you ready for it? Right. I want a new job or I want a new home or I want to, you know, some major thing and the universe is like granted, yes. right? It's going to yes. happen for you. And then when it starts to happen, you're like, oh, oh, oh. well, you've been asking for it. They're trying to bring it to you. So the cards aren't something to be afraid of, but they are great Tool to help you have a perspective of, oh, there's something major going to shift or change for me, as that's new, that's brand new. Something new is coming in, and there's a major change to bring that new in. And when you look at it that way, you're like, oh, that's not too bad. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, It just kind of helps us. So I love when we have readers that have worked with the cards for a long time. And I love when they say, I'm still learning. There's still new information coming through because it's not solid. You might have the fool's card and you might read for 10 people and that fool's card could be a different perspective for all 10 people. Oh yeah. Right. And -hmm. a lot of people think I got to memorize the book. I'm going to memorize the book. So I know exactly. It's not how this works. You gotta, you gotta let go
2: and Play with the cards a little bit. Have some. And fun. look at it as play. Um, there are no tests to it. And if you draw, one of the best things that I came upon was someone may have told me this or I read it draw a card every day. And you do that every day, you're going to learn the cards just by diving deep into that one card. If you have a book, pull out books and and see what it is. I got um, tons of books that I have kept track of uh, or my own diaries of that. And for the longest time, what I would do when I pulled that card for the day, I would write down what I felt the interpretation of it was. And then I would have a book on tarot that I would use sporadically, maybe I would follow it for a month or two, and then I would change it out, but I would take that book and then read and write down notes in my book, what that book, what their interpretation is, and eventually you see how you learn, and then there's similarities between the two, but that was a very big learning tool for me into broadening what I had learned and memorized as a as a kid with a brand new deck Uh, that was just a wonderful way but one card a day that's all it takes and you do that I still do it to this day just pull a card and say what do I need to know what do I need to focus on today how do I present myself and how is the day going to present itself to me It's been Mm -hmm. a wonderful tool. That's what it's for.
1: The other thing is your life experiences. So I pull the full card and looking back on your life or your days that you had the full card, what happened? In your experiences, you start to go, oh, that's what this is about. This is what this card's about. This is one experience that comes from this card. And I know sometimes when I do readings, I have flashes of my own experiences come through is it about talking about me no it's giving me an idea of what's going on for this person so that i can relate it in a way that they can understand it hey when i got this card this is something that happened is this going on in your life oh yeah that's exactly what's happening right Mm -hmm. um and we resonate and you can help your client or friend or family understand what's happening. Cause this is what happened to me when I had that card and spirit has this wonderful way of, for me anyways, flashing a time. And I'm like, Oh, this is what's going on for them. Right. Okay. Because we're not that unique. We are unique, but we all have similar experiences with things in our lives. And I find as a coach, a mentor, a reader, a healer, I attract people in my life that have had similar experiences because I overcame those experiences. I have something to offer them.
2: Hope. Yeah. It's great validation too for not only you as a mentor, but for the person who's come seeking Mm -hmm. And when you continue to pile that validation, it makes that intuitiveness, that um, empathy stronger because it it is a tool and you're starting to master that skill. Mm -hmm. It's really important. And we keep saying play. If you're
1: wanting to come in with really strict plan, very structured, you're going to struggle with tarot because it's about enjoying it and having fun. And a lot of people say, what if I pull this card and my meaning that I come up with is this and that's not right. You got to trust it. It is right and go with it. If it's not right, here's the one thing I can tell you. If it's not right, Spirit's going to show you somewhere that day that it's something else. It's going to shift you, but 98% of the time you're right on target or it's a step that you need to have to get to the answer. Right. It right. Mm-hmm. It, they're not going to stray you in the wrong way. And it's all about trusting your intuition and really playing with a deck. I think the most important thing is to go find a deck that you love, that you love, that you want to work with. A lot of teachers will recommend a Rider Weight deck because it's it's the traditional, it's the standard, it's where most decks are made from. It's a great deck to start with. I always tell people, get a Rider Weight and your favorite deck and set them side by side and play with it.
2: Yes, yeah, it is good to um, start with that. In fact, my favorite deck, as I mentioned, is a Rider-Waite deck. It's more vibrant colors. I keep them with me, and they, they're they like friends that you want to keep close. But this one is such vibrant, and the original one has so much meaning. I am still learning and noticing stuff that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice there were birds as well as the clouds. The birds mean something. Nothing in these pictures um, is done for no reason. Everything has a reason. And as you mentioned, the cards, they fluctuate with what their meaning is. They fluctuate with how I interpret them. And going back to, you mentioned people being strict about it. There are I don't take them as rules, they're suggestions. And in the past, I'm going to say five, seven years, I have been kind of breaking some of those rules. I will take cards out of the deck and not do a reading with them because it doesn't feel right to have them in there. Something is telling me don't use this card. Sometimes it even tells me don't use this suit. So I'm like, okay, I n- I no longer question it because before I used to question like, well, that's not how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I have just started learning about what are called magpie decks. Are you familiar with those? No, tell me about magpie decks. It's very interesting. It's when, do you, are you familiar with the book called Destroy This Book? No, but that sounds interesting too. It is a book that you're meant to write in to tear pages out if you wish, to, to color in, put stickers on, et cetera. So you destroy it. But that's just what maybe other people would consider. But you make it yours. Folks are taking their decks and they are magpie decks because you put a sticker on a certain de- a card that you like. They are taking them, like this deck doesn't have any color on the side, and they'll take uh, maybe certain suits, and they'll take ink, and they'll ink the sides of them. They will write words on the deck. They, in essence, what anybody else might say is, oh my gosh, you're destroying your deck. No, it's really personalizing it. And some people will tear it a little bit. Now, that, now to me, that's gonna be hard for me to do that. That's like tear <laughs> it, But they want, you know, they, they're personalizing it. And I'm having a lot of fun watching videos where people, how they are altering the deck. They cut them, they, one of the things I like is that they're using several decks together. And over the past few years, I have been doing two decks together but I love using an Oracle deck with my tarot deck. Oh my gosh. It's a marriage made in heaven because how they love working together. Even me, I'm flabbergasted. I was like, wow, wow. The sun card came up with their sun card too on the Oracle deck. I'm like, there it is. It's in writing. It's double writing. And way back when I was started learning, there was never any inkling that you should do that. You did a Celtic cross or you did a three card. And I have moved away from that. I never resonated with the Celtic cross. I just never resonated. But when I've made up my own or experimented with other spreads, boom, it was, it was like the curtains opened and my readings became even more distinct. So I play, it is play. And to look at it that way, I believe with a new tarot reader is that it takes a lot of the stress off of them where they feel they need to memorize it. And if they can look at it as play, then the spirit plays with them as well. It is gentle, it is kind. And I don't believe you'll get any more than, than you can assimilate as you go down the path of learning tarot.
1: Yeah, I believe that. I think it's about fun. I've seen tarot readers that'll have multiple decks and they'll let the client pick what deck they resonate with, which is a really cool idea. They'll have different types. I have used tarot and Oracle together. They really blend really well together. Uh, I've been talking about, I ordered the Winnie the Pooh tarot deck that was on Kickstarter. And when I get it, I'm going to start doing readings with Winnie the Pooh. Um, but just a fun way, if you approach it in such a fun way, I love adding stickers to things. Cause I think that would be a really cool way to add some layers, additional information to cards, making it your own. I think that would be really cool. Have you added
2: any stickers to any of your decks? I purchased uh, as well a Kickstarter um, tarot deck. I think it has maybe 180 cards. It could even have, I don't remember right off the top of my head, but it's over 100 cards. And what the creator on this did was asked many different artists to create a deck. So it's sort of a magpie deck. There are stickers that came with it. But since I've had the deck for about a year, I'm still learning it, getting used to it. So before I alter it, I want to learn more about it. But I think what I want to do is get a deck that just for that deck with the whole purpose and not use any of the decks that I have now, purchase a deck with that exact purpose of let's magpie. Let's, let's do it. Let's see where it goes and play play i love that you know it could also be
1: a great deck to add with your decks you already use to just add another layer of perspective that you're not totally just using that but you're pulling one of those cards in to see a different perspective right again there's there's solid rules there are people out there will say you can only do this and you can only do that and you should only do this and what i will tell you just have fun with it. There's a lot of old wise tales out there and we have people come in the store. They come in and say, "Well, you know, you're not supposed to purchase a deck." And I said, "Where do you get this from?" <laughs> well, I was told, "You have to be gifted a deck. You can't buy your own deck." I'm like, "I have a whole store full of decks. Just go over and have fun. Buy a deck, go play with it." You know, those <laughs> are old belief systems, and if you believe that, that's cool. You should have your belief system. But you don't have to believe that. You can have your own beliefs, your own intentions. The universe is ready to support you in what you want. I don't know of any universal law
2: out there that says you cannot buy a tarot deck. I think part of that <laughs> comes from the belief that it was a family tradition. Mm-hmm. And the grandmother or the mother or the auntie was to hand down the cards. And that is wonderful. That it- I love That. However, I was a little girl in the middle of nowhere in Kansas, and nobody in my family knew what tarot cards were. I would have, I don't know how many years I'd have had to wait before someone would have handed me a deck. Um, You know, so maybe by my grandmother gifting me for my birthday with money that I in turn got the cards. In my own way, I'm thinking, yeah, I was gifted those. That's right, that's right. But again, how long would have I would I had to have waited to mm. to even know that? We didn't even have a stoplight in my town. My graduating class was a total of 16 people. <laughs> there wasn't a whole <laughs> lot of people to hand me a tarot deck or to even go to a store. So we need to just not worry about that find a deck it will call you you're going to look at a bunch you're going to say that's it and you're going to just meld with it and that's the magic of it that is um i'm first of all I have to ask why somebody who feels they need to be gifted the cards would even come to your store what was their goal because they would have fully known That's where you buy tarot cards. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, there's just some of these old belief systems
1: that are out there. And the store, of course, has lots of different things like candles and crystals. And, you know, they come in for other things, but they're like, oh, but we've also had people that come in for those other things that have never thought about an oracle deck or tarot deck. And then they, and, and this has really happened. They come and take a class and I have them getting a card with a message and they're like, what are these? What do you do with these? And it's like, you pull them and get messages. Really? That's so cool. How do you do that? And then they're drawn into go. But that's the reason we have Discover Your Spiritual Gifts is so you have a sacred place to go and investigate and discover and just be curious because curiosity is really good as long as you're in a safe place to be curious, right? Right. There, there's there's nothing at the center that's going to harm you. I'm really careful in everything that I purchase and have that there's, it's all about light and love and enlightenment and all of the positives. So you can come and explore and you know, lots of people come in, they've never used a pendulum. What is that? We get out our dousing rods and they're like, those are so cool. How do you use that? You know, <laughs> all the fun little toys that you can kind of play with, runes and um, crystals and how do you make a crystal grid? Where, you know, how do you do a spray and how do I create and how do I make teas out of herbs? We're, we just have yeah. all that stuff where you can play and explore because that's what it's about is discovering and investigating and being curious. That's the magic of all of it because spirit's gonna guide you in the right direction if you're just open. So Kimberly, share with us a little bit before we get off here of all the things that you offer and what people can do if they'd like to work with you. And if you guys create magpie decks, bring them in. I wanna see them.
2: Yes, yes. (laughs) How about that we create a class? Oh, that it. would be awesome. Would that not be fun? That would be wonderful play, wouldn't it? Uh-huh, wouldn't it would be great class. Oh my gosh. And I'm a sticker collector to begin with. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk more about that one. Right? <laughs> that would be a uh, lot of fun. fun. <laughs> I, I, I have been expanding. As I mentioned, I have embraced being in my crone state of my, my life and I'm going to make it fun. So I do want to, now that I have spent years learning about something, now it's my turn to give back. So that's why I want to start teaching to those who may be inspired to learn about tarot cards. The um, other types of cards for uh, divination, I have started looking into reading those i am collecting charms because i want to do charm readings because i've kind of been doing that along the way but now i want to offer that to others i have been looking at dice divination and so i'm wanting to offer those as well you have my email addresses where you can find me on social media they can contact me that way and i am open to setting a time or working with them in whatever way works for them. Now with Halloween coming up, September and October are really busy months for me. Lots of folks enjoy having a tarot reader at their parties. And I'm open for that because that is the most fun. And as I've learned, it's one of the best ways for me to learn too because you get a rapid succession of clients for people doing readings so i am open for those too that's awesome that's
1: awesome the fall is always fun because we're getting ready at discover your spiritual gifts for all of our fall activities broom making that's oh, yeah. almost sold out and our reader healer fair and so much fun stuff happening you're right in the fall lots of people are doing different things and looking for people to kind of help. And so Kimberly could be a big help for that. Kimberly, thank you so
2: much for taking the time today Um, to be on the show. I loved it, Violet. And I always love talking with you. The energy of your store is, as you mentioned, it's safe. It's embracing everyone I have met there. I see as friends, instant friends. Mm -hmm. So it's enjoyable to come there and I'm looking forward to any of the classes and the ones I'm taking now to be fun they are just a safe wonderful place and I encourage anyone to come there if they're looking for something of an oil or a candle or even tarot decks because whoever's working there is very knowledgeable and very um, easy to talk to and can explain what would work best so it's very wonderful place. Thank you for having your space in the world.
1: Oh, thank you. And thank you for watching. If you enjoy our podcast, make sure you follow us, like us, comment, do all those special things share it with friends and family members, get them on. We love to have that. We do do these for you to learn and explore new things. And I hope that you have a very magical week and that we see you in person, if that's possible, at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts in Littleton. And if not, we'll see you on the next show. Thank you again for watching, everyone. We do appreciate you.
0: Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.